Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our very first live-streamed episode of Fandom Underground. It is your host, Lazy Tail, bringing you guys this awesome, huge event. So, we are going to do an, an introductory episode, talk about the podcast, talk about what we talk about, and why we are here. So we're going to get into that, and we are we do have a fan base to talk about to get this introductory episode kick-started and to get the podcast moving along. So we're going to go ahead and enter the world of Cubo and why Cubo one of one of why uh, quite a few why Cubo has a lot of kid shows out there for anyone who's a kid at heart or who is a kid themselves that don't know what Cubo is and of course wants to know why it's just there and not on why why is it on just over the air TV and not over cable or why does it you know hence the title has its own downfall we're going to get into all of that very in, here in this episode. So to start off with, I, of course, want to say welcome to the show. And of course, if you don't know me, my name is Lazy Tail. I am the host of this wonderful show. And it is Monday. It is 12.45 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and it is Monday morning, very early Monday morning. In some parts of the world, I know in some parts of the world, it's either like Tuesday morning or it's probably afternoon-wise, whatever the case may be. Probably it's already, it's still probably Monday night, you know, being Central and Pacific in Mountain Time. It's probably all Monday. It's, it's probably still Monday right now. I mean, not even Monday. It's probably still Sunday right now. So, Welcome to this show. Um, if you're wondering why I chose Monday to do this show, it is because Monday is, of course, my day off from work, and it is the right time to be able to do it. Um, so, like we like, hence the description, we come together on Mondays to begin this series and talk about certain fan bases. Um, what is this show about? Hence the name. We are talking about shows without a fandom. We are talking about shows with a fandom. We're going to talk about comics with a fandom. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. This includes games. This includes, uh, of course, TV shows and movies. All that stuff. So, yes, for anyone who's a Harry Potter fan, we will be talking about Harry Potter in this podcast. Not in this episode, because this episode we're talking, we're specifically talking about one, one show in particular on Cubo, and we're going to be talking about all the shows on Cubo. Um, but some point in this podcast, we will get to Harry Potter for all those Harry Potter fans. Um, same thing with Percy Jackson fans. We will talk about Percy Jackson. We will talk about all, there is literally the, uh, Oh, pardon that. That was the ice maker. <laughs> I'm in the kitchen. Uh, the kitchen is my podcast studio. So, because um, I don't have a place to record other than the kitchen. So, henceforth, we will. There is just the. It's like I'm saying the opportunities are endless with shows, movies, all kinds of stuff. Whether fan base or no fan base, the opportunities are just limitless. The, meaning this, you will be expecting tons and tons and tons of seasons 
out of this episode, out, not just this episode alone, but tons and tons and tons of seasons out of this podcast. Um, like based on how I planned this podcast, we are expecting at least 12 seasons, if not 13. Um, that's what I have so far. It may be more. We might go into maybe 15 seasons. We might go into 15 seasons. We might go into 20 seasons. Heck, we might even go into 40 seasons. We don't know. <laughs> like I said, the opportunities of movies, TVs, video games, um, you know, subcultures, it's all endless to the, as far, it's all as far as the eye can see. All because we have one beautiful thing, and that is the internet. We have the internet, where we can explore every fandom the world has to offer. So, you know, that kind of thing. Anyway. Uh, anyway, sorry, I thought I heard something. Anyway, in this episode, we are going to get into Kubo's quote-unquote downfall, and why Kubo is currently struggling at the moment. Um, as we all know, we all know what Kubo is. Kubo is an Ion Media Network channel that, I mean, they're not necessarily struggling with funds. I'm not talking like financial-wise or business-wise. They're doing great business and financial-wise. What I'm going to talk about is fan base-wise. Why they don't have fan bases based off on, based off any of their television shows. And this is the reason why. It is because of lack of viewers. Um, for those of you that don't know, Cubo is a local channel you get with Ion Media Networks. The only way that I know of you can get Cubo is through a DTV converter box. Um, I have one in my bedroom, obviously. It's a little RCA one that has, you know, the weird-looking, crappy-looking, I don't know, remote. But, you know, it's one of those ones you can just easily go to Walmart and go to the electronics section and pick up with an antenna for like 80 bucks. So it, it total that's total for the antenna and the converter box. Converter box is like 50 or 60 bucks. Like you can just pick that up for from Walmart for like 50 60 bucks. No big deal, right? You have it, you plug it in, you scan it for your TV channels and boom, you have it. Um all good to go and you're pretty much set. Right? Um that is the particular problem with Ion Media Networks at the current moment is because we, you know, it's only through over the air. It is not, you know, it is not through like cable or Dish Network or DirecTV. It's not through any of those things. Um... It is just straight through, you know, over the air. That's what I know of. It's at least what I know of. Um, I know for sure with the with obviously with the converter box, you know, that's how you can. That's how I get it. Um, I don't get it anywhere else, sadly, but surely. Um, but looking at it, that is literally the only way. If I can tap in to here if i can keep the live stream going i am paying attention um here and there we are keeping it going here live 
So we're going to go ahead and search up Cuba real quick and see where all you can get them. Um, here we go. I'm logging into Cubo.com right now. Of course, right now, Safari Tracks is on. But obviously, you're gonna. it's a documentary show. You don't expect a fan base on any of that crap. Excuse my language. But um, there is Harry and the Bucket Full of Dinosaurs. Um, that's one show that hardly anyone knows about. Um, there is Doki, obviously, that... Um, I did myself put, start a fan base on, and there are quite a few fans out there. Um, they have Boo Boo and the Little Owls. Um, at least that's what is up here. What's this final dot? This final dot is Chirp. Um, but there's plenty more shows. These are just their own shows that they made up. Um, there's Fishtronaut. Um, Pirates, Adventures, and Art, which is a new one. Um, there's just a lot of shows on, a lot of kids' shows on here. For those who are a kid at heart, um, and those who are kids in general. It is like right here, at the top, you go to the website, at the top, you can see it's run under Ion Media Networks. Um... They have games, obviously, which I the games aren't too bad. I mean, I give them a 4 out of 10, because, you know, obviously I'm an adult, not a kid, but still. Um, let's see if we can find it. They just added some new ones on here, but... Oh, there's another show, Dive Ollie Dive, um, which I'm sure nobody's heard of. Some of these shows... Hardly anyone has heard of, except for maybe Doki. I think that's the only show anyone's ever heard of, and I'm not talking Doki Doki Literature Club, but I will talk about that fandom later on in this podcast. That's one of the many anime fandoms I will talk about. Um, let me just say, I'm going to warn you all about that fandom. There's a lot of bad stuff in it, but we will, like I said, I'm going to save that hopefully for another episode, but that's probably going to come maybe like episodes three or four. Spoiler alert. So be prepared for that. Um, but, because next episode, I'm going to go ahead and give it out. Next episode is planned to be talking about the furry subculture. Um, I am a furry myself, but we will be discussing the furry subculture from then. But for right now, we're on Cubo. So, right now, we're going to go to their list of shows and see what everything they have. So, the Pirates Adventures in Art, we know about that. Boo Boo and the Little Owl, Stokey, Monster, there's Monster Math Squad. Um, I'm sure that's probably meant for, like, toddlers or something. Um, there is the Adventures of Paddington Bear. For those of you that have seen the Paddington movies, uh, the event they have an animated series on that. It is the Adventures of Paddington Bear, and that's on Cubo. Um, for those of you interested, there's Babar being Ian... Um, of course, there's Doki, there is Cosmic Quantum Ray, there is Class of the Titans, which my nephew really likes, um, there's Fishtronaut, uh, of course, The Giver, Grossology, which is not that bad, uh, Harry and his Bucket, obviously, uh, Jakers, Jane and the Dragon, uh, Look Cool, I've never seen that, but it sounds really stupid, but I've never seen it. Um, Madeline, 
Um, it's spelled really weird too. Uh, it's look is spelled same, but cool is spelled K O O L instead of C O O L. Like it's originally supposed to be spelled. It's spelled K O O L instead of that. Um, Maggie and the Ferocious Beasts. I'm sure lots of people know about that. Miss Spider's Sunny something. Sunny Patch Friends. There it is. Miss Spider's Sunny Patch Friends. Uh, Monkey See, Monkey Do, which I'm sure nobody has heard before. Of course, Monster Mat Squad. There's Pet Alien. Pippi Longstocking. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Um, there's Pirates, Adventures, and Art. There's Rescue Heroes. I've seen that as a kid. Um, of course, Safari Tracks, Secret Millionaires Club, Sidekick, Stella and Sam, Adventures of Paddington Bear, the Da, Vin the da Vinciables. That sounds really cringy, the Da Vinciables. Okay. Thomas Edison's Secret something. What is that? Secret Lab. Okay, Thomas Edison's Secret Lab. Todd World, Wibbly Pig, which is not too bad. I've seen it. Villa's Wildlife and Zoo Clues. Zoo Clues, um, it is created by the Kratt Brothers. I'm sure, I don't know if you guys know who they are, but that is Chris Kratt, Martin Kratt from Wild Kratts. Um, the, the guys who work, who work with the creators and producers of Wild Kratts who act in that series. Um, for those of you that have seen Wild Kratts on PBS or have heard of it, that that's what that's who Zoo Clues is run under. It's run under the Crap Brothers, um, but it's on Cubo. It's in one of their older shows, but it, it ended in like 2008 because that was when they started the Wild Crap series. Was in 2008. Um, but some of these shows, I mean, Dive Ollie Dive. You know, some of these shows are good. Um, others are pretty cringy. I mean, well, you know, if they're if of course if you're you know if you're a toddler, they're not so cringy. Or if you're like maybe seven, eight years old, you know, they're not cringy. You know, they're not cringy to you. But when you go back to them, I being a 20-year-old, when you go back to this stuff and go back through your memories as a kid, you feel so, you feel like you want to cringe. Like, it's just, you look at these shows again, and you start to realize, man, I never realized how cringy these shows were, you know, growing up. Um... In, you know, Rescue Heroes was has been around since I was a kid. I was watching uh, Vortex on the CW, and that was when I uh, saw that show and watched it at like it came on at like six in the morning, and I was up at like five in the morning. That was when the show, when the entire Vortex lineup started, it was like five thirty in the morning, and then all the way. And this is Central's time because I used to live in Mississippi at the time, but that's like Central area time. That was when it all started. Um, that was where I saw Rescue Heroes, um, and Cubix, Sonic X, all that fun, all that cool stuff, the good stuff, and Rescue Heroes is not that bad. Um, Doki is not really that bad. Um, like I said, I just started the fan base for it, and it's been doing pretty well since then. Um, I'm gonna see if they have any news or updates. Um... Let's check and see news on Cubo. Okay. 
Okay, so there's nothing here on Cubo. Um, I am quite surprised that they don't have anything much on Cubo as of where things are going. Um, what's to be done? But I am going to go into why they have their downfall. Um, their downfall is typically caused by a lack of fan bases. Um, all their shows have little to no fan base. Like, I'm talking legit little to no fan base. Um, it is because the shows... Really, you think the shows haven't been running long enough? Some of them have yet to be running long enough, where others have run for quite some time. Like, Doki has been running since 2011. It's about as old as Paw Patrol. For those of you that don't know what Paw Patrol is, it's about as old as that show. But surprisingly, Paw Patrol has had a bigger fan base than Doki has. So, when you think about it, um, I gotta get comfortable here. My foot is falling asleep. Pardon me. Um, ah, better. But, when you think about it, not very many shows on Cubo can get a fan base due to, due to the fact of not enough viewers because it's on a certain channel and you can, and you can't, sometimes you can't get that channel other times you you know can't afford a converter box because you have cable to pay for and i think that's for what I, from what i know um sorry if i was a little loud there from what i know um i believe a converter box is really as much as you can get it from and people are using those now as a way to start saving money on their cable bills I do recommend them if you're saving money on your cable bills. That's the only way to get free TV. Like, honestly. Like, who doesn't want to pass up free television? I know I wouldn't. Um, but you, 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 you understand what I'm saying. Um, I wouldn't want to pass up free television. Sorry, my foot's asleep. Uh, it's waking up and it hurts. Yeah, just have one of those moments where <laughs> your foot falls asleep, and it, it when it wakes up, it just hurts really, really bad. It's just so funny. Um, it just it tingles, and then when you move it, it, it feels like it's broken, but it's not. And you get that really weird feeling that like when you move it, it sets off every nerve. Ouch! It just did. I twitched. Like it'll set off every nerve in that foot, the pain nerves. And the pain nerves hurt. My hands are falling asleep now. It's because I've been sitting here for about 20 minutes. Um, but, and 20 minutes usually is not nowhere near long enough for your foot to be falling asleep. It happens because of me, of course, me being overweight for so long. I, uh, like I said, I got to lose weight and I've been trying to lose weight. It's just been really, really hard. Um, especially when I work at a restaurant, you know, that's like <laughs> working at a restaurant. You're so tempted by food. It is ridiculous. Uh, and then, and then you got, of course, the cooks end up feeding you anyway. So it's, it's, it makes things even worse. 
um, when the cooks decide, oh, we're going to go ahead and feed you. <laughs> you worked long hours. Let's go ahead and feed you a nice big meal to fatten you up. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. The perk, that perk, that kind of perk is great. Those kinds of perks are awesome. But, you know, it's just, it's hard on you when you're trying to lose weight. It's, it's hard. Um, but anyway, we're going off topic. Um, I want to figure out how to set up brakes on here. Um, I sadly can't. So what I'm going to do is I am when I go take a break here in a few, because I do need some water. I need to replenish my throat here because we've been talking for a little while. I will just, you know, switch the scene over to on my, uh, Alrighty guys, sorry about that. I had to cut I had to cut the stream. I'm sorry about that little cut in the stream. I uh I thought some I thought there was I thought I was gonna be interrupted by somebody, but it was just it was just my cat, so <laughs> um I did get my glass of water, so I am all good. We I, I didn't set up the uh page, so I'm gonna go ahead and set up the break page um while we discuss our final little final topic um so the show doki i did start a fan base on it um i'm gonna go ahead and talk about that i started an amino on it um i started an, an amino regarding this and Hang on, I can't I can't talk and do this at the same time. I my brain is not wired. So but anyway, we um I uh, started an amino for it. I started an amino for it and it started booming. Like so far I um I ended up getting, oh shoot, I missed that up. Um, I ended up getting about 130 people in the Amino. Uh, surprisingly, um, it, it came to my surprise. There was 130 people that liked it um, that were actually on Amino. Um, and I never suspected that. Like, I never expected it. So, you know what I mean? I did not expect that, and I was shocked get that many people so let me just finish this real quick so um, this is the break page I'm working on so for the for the stream um, See if I can get it in blue. And none. I want to get it in blue. There. Come on, mouse. Yeah, sorry, my Chromebook mouse does not like to respond with me. It's like it likes to be a pain. A serious pain in the neck 
when doing stuff like this. It's why I have a different mouse. Uh, I don't know where it is at the moment, but anyway. So, but like I said, you know, Doki is not that much of a popular show, and it is one of Kubo's great so-called so greatest shows, especially for the kids. Um, but so far, um, but so far, there we go. I sent it to the live stream. So I'm going to go ahead and repeat myself for those in the live stream that did not hear me just now. Doki is one of Kubo's so-called greatest shows on Kubo, and it apparently doesn't have very many viewers because it's not on cable. It's like straight over the air. You can't even get it on regular antenna. You have to legit get a converter box just to get that channel. Um, of course, because everything, because all the good show, because all the good local channels, Kubo being one of them, went went completely and utterly digital. So therefore, you have to get a DTV converter box, whether that be one from Walmart or whether that would be one from, you know, CBS or Walgreens. Um, we're, I'm going to go ahead and take a nice little 10-minute break. I'm going to go into a short little pause here um, in the stream and in CastBox. Um, I can't do any background music or anything because I don't want to get copyrighted, so we are just going to have a silent little break. And I will go ahead and put on quick switch. And I will see you guys back here after I replenish. Alrighty guys, welcome back from that lovely, lovely potty break. So, um, in this episode, we were talking about, uh, Doki and how, you know, that's one of Kubo's shows. Like I said, there are other shows on Kubo, like, um, what is it? Um, Grossology or Fishtronaut, those those shows, like I said, they don't have a fan base, and that is because them not just being, it's not, none of this is Kubo's fault. Um, this is all, this all has to do with um, where the shows are located, where the channel is located. It's all about location of the show, um, like where it is streamed on. Um, where you can find it, whether that be through a converter box, whether that be through, I, I, I don't know, a uh, cable, an antenna, those kinds of things, right? Um, it, it's, it all has to do with, also, it also has to do with productivity of a fan base. Oh, excuse me, I just bumped my Chromebook, so, but... It just, it all has to, sorry, I just heard the hum of the refrigerator. This is, this is what you get for having to record in a kitchen. You, uh, <laughs> you, you get these really, especially if it's this late at night, it's like one o'clock pretty much. Um, so it's like one o'clock in the morning right now. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying here at the studio, but it's all about where the show can be found, where the channel can be found. 
how to access everything. It's, I don't know the word to combine it all, but I do know it has everything to do with accessibility, most definitely. Um, because if you can't easily access it through like your standard cable provider, then people aren't going to really watch it, or through a live streaming device, or through a streaming device like Amazon Prime Video, Netflix, Hulu, um, Pluto TV, Tubi TV. Would, I'm going into the free stuff now. That'd be Pluto TV, Tubi TV, and Crackle. You know, the, those are the free things. And then you got the paid memberships like Amazon Prime Video, Netflix, Hulu, Sling TV. You know, if if you can't access and of course the PlayStation TV app I don't know the name of it but if you can't easily access a television show from Cubo through one of those streaming services but yet you have to go on some weird website like watchcartoononline.tv or something um yes I know what that website is um I think it's watchcartoon.tv, watchcartoononline.tv. I think that's what they named it now. But I use that website to, you know, to watch anime and that kind of thing. But what I'm saying is, for a lot of people, if they want to enter a fan base, especially if it's on a television show, this being Paw Patrol, that's one I know of, My Little Pony, that's another one. Um, and yes, I'm tough of saying it because I used to be a brony, so don't judge me, but, you know, I was in these fandoms growing up, like, I was part of them. Um, you know, when, to get into a fandom, it's all about mainstream, that's the word, there it is, mainstream. It is all about, and mainstream being accessibility, uh, where you can access this TV show or this movie, you know what I'm saying? It's all about it. Um, it's all about also productivity. Are people writing fan fictions on it? Are people doing fan art on it? You know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about anything explicit here, okay? I'm not talking about the really, really weird stuff you can find on the internet nowadays that are just horrendous to the eye, okay? I know, I know what y'all, I know what y'all weirdos are thinking, but no, it's not any of that. I'm talking about the casual shit, okay? Uh, excuse my language and vulgarity. Uh, but I'm talking about the casual stuff, you know? It's the casual stuff. Like, you know, just the casual fan art, kid-friendly fan art, um, the kid-friendly ships. You know what I'm talking about? People want that. They look for that. Are, is this person writing a fan fiction? Is this person doing fan art? Is this person making fan-made videos or fan-made games on this thing? That's what people are looking for, and that's what I mean by productivity through mainstream. And then you have the accessibility through mainstream. These are these are terms I came up with. So you can share these terms when you share this podcast to all your lovely friends and family. Um, what I'm at, and what I'm saying is this is productivity through mainstream, being you know the fan fictions, the fan art, the fan games, fan made videos, that kind of stuff, fan made comics, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Anything fan-made, like anything made with your hands. You know what I'm saying? Anything made with your brain or with your hands. I'm not talking about telepathy here, but I'm saying <laughs> what I'm saying is anything made by using your mind and hands. That's my term, which is, it's a term I made up called productivity through mainstream. And that is 
stuff that people want. And this is, and that's a cool term. I'm going to quote these terms here in the podcast, but productivity through mainstream. That's what, you know, like I said, the fan fictions and all that fun stuff. Then you have accessibility through mainstream. That is being able to access the show or access the movie or access the game that you're a fan of or a book that you're a fan of, you know? Um, it's all about accessibility through mainstream and productivity through mainstream. Those are what build fan bases. I don't know if y'all feel me on this, but those are what produce a fan base. Those are what keep fandoms strong. You know, the more productivity through mainstream you create or mass media that you create, like, and of course, believe it or not, podcasting, which is what I'm doing here. Podcasting is another productivity through mainstream. You know, that's another one. It's, you know, building, let's say you make a podcast on a, a specific television show you really enjoy and you want to talk about it with through your heart's content. Making a podcast is productivity through mainstream. Uh, especially in that being, like I said, anything media related. This in being podcasting videos, um, comics, art, uh, fan-made music and remixes, all that stuff, right? And that is why the furry fandom and the anime fandoms are so strong right now. I mean, yes, they're they're going neck and neck against each other. Like they're super head. They're like little bulls, little bulls or little deers going head to head to each other to be the dominant one, right? But they also have the other side, the softer sides of themselves, which is the productivity through mainstream and the accessibility. Accessibility being the internet, people can search these little fan bases up on the internet and join them. Uh, Amino now you can even access them via your phone through the Amino app. You know, um, the Amino app is another productivity through mainstream or accessibility through mainstream. It's a little bit of both. Um, you, which is surprising to me. You'd think it'd be one, but it's actually both. It's accessibility and productivity because they make communities based on these fan bases. There are people who go on Amino and build these communities on fandoms or television shows that they like, you know, or this me or games or books, comics, whatever. Um, they will open up fandoms for them or communities for them, not fandoms, communities for these books, comics, whatever they like, and they get the word out about it. And then they, while they're on these communities, they will write. They will write through their phone on, you know, little fan-made comics, fan-made art, fan-made fiction, on all of it. You know what I'm saying? That being the productivity through mainstream part. They will do all of that. So, concluding this episode, we have discussed a couple of TV shows through Cubo. We talked about what the show was about. Um, we did talk about, um, Doki and the little fan base I started for that. We did talk about a little bit about the furry fandom and a little bit about the, uh, that we talked a little bit about everything today. We had a little mix today, which was pretty good. Pretty good for a first episode, right? 
But these other topics, um, like I said, I don't mean to be a little loud, but these other topics we will get into later on in the season. Right now we are just beginning season one of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we are just beginning season one and getting into the hype of this podcast. Um, hopefully you guys here on CastBox and here on YouTube can share this podcast out to others. My foot fell asleep again. <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsie daisy. My microphone fell out. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, uh, YouTubers that are listening. Uh, my apologies. Um, but concluding this episode, we did talk about a little bit about everything. We talked about why Kubo was not, you know, why Kubo is not hardly surviving right now. Um, but like I said, it's accessibility through mainstream that they're struggling with most on top of, you know, people, most of their viewers being kids who don't know how to use the internet yet. Um, but one day, I'm not saying that they will stay like this forever. I am saying that one day they will prevail. They will be, um, they could become the next big channel. And, you know, Nickelodeon might end up going out of style. You know what I'm saying? But right now, Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network are banging their heads together right now because I, I don't know what reason. Because um, Cartoon Network, they originally, and here's why. Um, and we're going to talk about these shows later on too. But Cartoon Network came out with a show called Unikitty. And then about a month and a half later, Nickelodeon releases Rainbow Butterfly Unicorn Kitty. Oh, that name is so hard to say. Arbuck, that's what they call it. That's the short, sweet term for it. But then they released it. Once they released Arbuck uh, a month later, Cartoon Network was going into controversy against Nickelodeon about it and was wanting to sue Nickelodeon. So we're going to talk about all this, hopefully in the episodes to come. Uh, so do get ready and get hyped for that. I know y'all really want to hear what's going on between Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. I know I want to talk about it. But I am not going to talk about it too soon because we are ending this episode due to the sake of time. So I do want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, again, I am your host, Lazy Tail, bringing you guys this podcast. So I hope you guys let me know in the comments on YouTube if you, um, if you know what fandoms you want me to talk about later in the season what shows or books or anything awesome you think would be good to talk about in this show. Um, those of you on CastBox, same thing. If you guys want me to talk about a certain episode or certain, not a certain episode, blah, blah, blah. if you want me to, I can't speak, it's so close to my bedtime. Um, for those of you that, in, in CastBox, for those of you listening, or just y'all should be getting this episode, I believe, later on. Um, it's gonna, I have to upload it manually, so y'all should be getting these episodes later than those on YouTube, but for those of you on CastBox listening here on CastBox FM, or through, you know, through the CastBox app or through the website, wherever you're listening to this, uh, if you do want me as well to talk about a certain television show, a certain movie, or a certain book, or whatever, or comic, whatever, video game, whatever, Oh, that just came to my mind, but I'll talk about it after. Just let me know down in the comments, little comment section. Leave me a comment down there, 
or you can send me a little email right there. That My email is linked to the podcast. It is linked in my YouTube channel as well, uh, and, into the not the not my YouTube channel, but the podcast channel on YouTube. So for those of you listening in and watching this live stream on YouTube, you guys can uh, send me an email there. Uh, so there is a little idea that came up when I was talking about video games. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it is called Five Nights at Freddy's. I know lots of you probably here love, love, love Five Nights at Freddy's, Five Nights at Freddy's and what Scott Cawthon is doing. Um, we will talk about that in season one as well. Spoiler alert, so be aware for that. I have met, like I said, I got much to talk about in this podcast. This is like literally becoming my favorite podcast to do. Knowing I can do it live and do it here on CastBox simultaneously, because I got two microphones, <laughs> I am so happy. So thank you guys so much for listening. This has been your host, Lazy Tail, and you guys have been listening to Fandom Underground.